Ah, hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. Good morning, everyone. I'm Annabelle. And I'm Kate. And we are here today hosting Breakfast on the Bridge. It yes. is March 7th, 7 a.m. <laughs> We're here. We're ready. We're ready to rumble. <laughs> Kate and I have already done our Duolingo for the day. <laughs> We're doing that while there's some show prep going on. Yes, while our lovely news and sports uh, people were writing <laughs> their features, we, we were doing some Duolingo. Yes. But, you know, you got to keep up the streak. You got to keep the streak up. Yeah. While we were in New York, we were both there. Um, I saw Kate doing Duolingo, and I was influenced to try <laughs> to start doing Duolingo again because I had done it in like seventh and eighth grade. We had to do it for Spanish right. class. But then I stopped doing it. For a while, obviously. And then I started, and now I'm on a 13-day streak. Well, last year, um, I had to do it for Spanish class, too. But I got to a 30-day streak and then, like, stopped, basically. And so then it was right before the new year. I was like, I'm going to start Duolingo again. And I was really, really motivated to try and keep up a streak. So today um, marks my 67-day streak. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. I was added... By a friend on Duolingo, and I was looking at his profile, and he has like a 358 day streak, which is over a year. That's crazy. Like that's actually insane. I don't know. Well, I don't know if I'll ever get there. Well, we're friends on Duolingo, and it's always a jump scare when you high five me because your profile picture is this horrendous <laughs> photo you took of me on top of the Rockefeller Center in New York. No, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I get confused. I'm like, is this Kate's profile or mine? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's hers, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh another God. thing I really enjoy is Duolingo's TikTok oh account. My so funny. Their marketing team is unmatched. Like, I don't know who is who is behind the owl mascot, but whoever it is needs a raise. If you don't know, if you should look up Duolingo on TikTok first of all. But um, he's like. The Duolingo owl is like the mascot, and so there's this guy that dresses up as the Duolingo or, as like an owl, owl in like a giant green outfit. Yeah. And there's this whole thing because Duolingo and Duolipa have very similar names. Um, Duolingo, there was this whole plotline where Duolingo was like in love with Duolipa and like kept trying to get Duolipa's attention all yeah. these ways, and Duolipa never responded to these like <laughs> to these things. And there was another time when like um, the the uh, Sponge brand. Yeah, soap yeah, daddy scrub, yeah, scrub, scrub daddy, daddy or whatever <laughs> um they their mascot and duolingo's mascot did a bunch of like marketing things to i don't know it's it's very entertaining she's educated on the topic <laughs> but it's very entertaining and i was looking at their tiktok account yesterday <laughs> and like half of their videos are dua lipa edits like <laughs> i can't make this up and i when we were at our meeting yesterday planning this show um 
Joe is like, what are you guys going to talk about? We're like, we're going to talk about Duolingo. And he's like, what are you talking about? I love And my dad said the same thing. When I was talking about Duolingo, he's like, Dua Lipa? Well, I had a scenario where I got my dad hooked on Duolingo as well. Because I was doing my Spanish one day and he was like, are you actually learning something from that? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, download it on my app, set it up for me. So I set up a little account for him. Oh, good. Um, and now, every day, I walk upstairs in the morning, and I just hear the classic Duolingo sound of, pudding. <laughs> and I was doing it last night, and um, and one of the people was talking to for me to, like, figure out what they were saying, and my mom was like, I recognize these voices, because your dad is now always doing Duolingo. <laughs> Some so- of the voices are so bad. Like, they sound so choppy, but some of them are fine. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Well, they also, on. like, all have these voices that match, like, their personality. Like, there's, like, an emo chick. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, puedo usar a baño. <laughs> That's my best impression of her. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Like, she, she's really sad about learning Spanish, I guess. Um, another thing that happened while we were in New York is that sometimes Duolingo gives you stories, um, and, like, you have to analyze the story, I guess, and so this one was between two people, um, Lynn and Martin, (laughs) so Lynn and Martin are friends, and Lynn is like, wow, that girl Veronica is so pretty, she's like the perfect girlfriend, and Martin's like, girlfriend? No. No, Veronica is my, my mom. mom. <laughs> in Spanish, though. And then Lynn goes, to, to Madre? And he says, ha ha, see. She's like, ooh, my train's here. Bye. <laughs> and just leave. And me and Annabelle so... were losing. But <laughs> one of the questions was, Lynn says that Veronica is, and the options are, very rude, the perfect girlfriend, or way too into trains. <laughs> Like, what do you mean? She's way too into trains. So good. I recommend. Like, yeah. this is not an ad for Duolingo. No, but, like, not at all. If you're listening, but it's we just, love you. like, really entertaining. It's so funny. Like, I And it can bond people. Yeah, that's how we... Like, me and Kate, I think we used to know each other against swim team, yeah. maybe. But, like, we didn't talk for, like, a long time. And then we just bonded over Duolingo. And we text each other about Duolingo. And Duolingo has like these like um it's like emojis but for Duolingo if yeah. you have the app downloaded and it's very fun to send them to people. Yeah. But Duolingo <laughs> is superior and maybe it's helping me with my Spanish. I'm yeah. not sure yet. My one complaint with Duolingo though is every single time you finish a lesson, it's always trying to get you to try like the um Super Duolingo. Super Duolingo and it's like it's so annoying. try Super Duolingo. And, like, the voice is so it's annoying. the same it's the ad is the same every single time. It's like, I don't like, wanna try versions. Super Duolingo, leave me alone. Yeah, like I don't wanna pay for this free app. Yeah. Personally. Exactly. But yeah, it works well enough. Not for free. <laughs> it's funny though. And I love Duolingo. Um and when I was talking about Martin, we had another experience when we were in New York. <laughs> we were doing, okay. we were so, doing, we, yeah. me and Annabelle were in the Rockefeller Center because we had, like, this tour at the Rock, but we had, like, 30 minutes before it started. So we were just wandering around, you know. Yeah. We didn't really have much to do. And we kept accidentally passing this front desk. And there was this guy who I think he thought he knew one of us. Because yeah. he kept, like, making eye contact <laughs> with us. Kind of waving, 
and he would like jump and put his arms out like jazz hands and it's like, every time we walked past like i think he thought we were like lost or like he, knew us. And he like was trying to be <laughs> helpful but it was like it was like a little bit of a jump scare every single time and then me and annabelle like we thought he looked like a martin so we like in our heads we named him Martin, and then and then that, that was night, before the story. And then that night we had the story with Martin and Lynn and Veronica about the the <laughs> Martin's mom, mom. girlfriend, and we were like, oh my gosh, it's all connected. But we also saw him while we were on our tour, yes. and our tour guide was so funny. You guys, like <laughs> he was, his humor it was so dry, it was so good, and like. We saw him. We were in this random building that was, like, not even near the main building, I don't think. And, and he, he like, there. walked up this, like, spiraled staircase. And he was, like, friends with the guy. Or <laughs> true guide. It was so funny. And, of course, he jumped out with his jazz hands for us. <laughs> so good. Oh so good. The other thing about New York was I got so many good bagels there. Really? Yes. It was so great. I actually didn't get a bagel there. I'm kind of mad, but I am going to... The East Coast for spring break for college tours, so, so I'll be... Well, not really for college tours as much, but... but yeah. <laughs> East Coast. I'm just going for the bagels. Yeah, yeah. All for the bagels. That's all. That's all I'm going for. What's your favorite type of bagel? I love a good poppy seed, a good everything bagel. Um, I haven't actually had, like, a fruity bagel in a really long time, like a blueberry or something, but, yeah. like, I feel like I would like that. They're but... good, but, like... I don't know. It's kind of a weird experience to eat yeah. a blueberry bagel. I feel like bagels, in my opinion, are like should be savory. Like I can get behind a savory bagel. Yeah. I go in like in and out of phases of bagels. Like I'll have a bagel every day for like a week, and then, yeah, and then I can't have it for like yeah, yeah. a few weeks. Like um, last year during the water polo season, we had like a bunch of JV league tournaments on the weekend, and we'd always go get bagels afterwards. And then I couldn't have bagels for like a month after the season was over because I <laughs> yeah. ate them too many times. Yeah. And it's water polo season now, right? Yes. Very, very exciting. exciting. <laughs> I've never seen a water polo game, but you maybe should I'll come watch because maybe I'll they're mob. they're they're kind of fun to watch. Mob, yeah. mob water polo guys. Yes. Mary Wait, right? Mar- Mary Wait, yeah. <laughs> go. I don't know when the game is, but go. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it's time for us to throw it over to our news with Jenna. Good morning. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, 88.9. I'm Jenna Martin with the news. In Atlanta, Georgia, police arrest 35 people for vandalizing police equipment and throwing bricks, rocks, and flammables at police officers and police equipment outside of the police training center that is in the process of being built. Of those 35 people, 23 have been charged with domestic terrorism. The newest Girl Scout cookie flavor, Raspberry Rally, has been called a sister to the beloved Thin Mint. However, the cookies usually sold for the average price of $6 by Girl Scouts are being resold at a much higher price on eBay for about $30 or $40. The Girl Scout organization urges customers to support local Girl Scouts instead of giving in to the hiked-up online prices. Ryan Tudhope is in the runnings for an Oscar this year for Best Visual Effects from the Top Gun Maverick movie. He is from Seattle and started his career after taking the computer animation course at Shorecrest High School in 1996. Thank you for listening. This is Jenna Martin with the news. Back to Annabelle and Kate. Well, thank you, Jenna. Thank you, Jenna. (laughs) Um, I... Personally, think Girl Scout cookies are so good. I love like, good Girl Scout cookies. I love 
frozen thin mint oh my gosh they're so good yes. have you ever frozen samoas no okay because those are also good they do get the caramel does get a little bit like yeah, tough right. when you freeze them but they're good the other thing that like i had a slight addiction to last year were the s'more girl scout cookies oh, yeah. i know those are kind of like not not the like classic ones or whatever and not everyone likes them and i didn't think i'd like them and they were really sweet but there was just something about them that just is like it, they were so good. I would, like, come home and I'd eat way too many because they just were delicious and I couldn't stop. Yeah. It's kind of heartbreaking that, like, Girl Scout cookies are not around all year long. Yeah. And, like, I used to be a Girl Scout, and so we would get them. And then, I don't know, I guess we used to get them from my dad's, like, co-worker's kids. But mm-hmm. I, th- I don't know. Like, we just don't <laughs> have any this year so far. And I know they're outside of, like, QFC. Yeah. Especially on weekends and maybe after school. But my mom yeah. didn't see them yesterday. Dang. She did not get me any. I feel like um, th- that's kind of what makes like Girl Scout cookies special, though, because I feel like if we had them all year yeah. round, they would not be nearly as good. It's true. Um, my neighbor, um, she's a Girl Scout, and so um, like one year she came to my sister and was like, do you want Girl Scout cookies? My sister was like, yeah. And then she basically had all of her friends buy Girl Scout cookies from her neighbor because her neighbor's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and... That and it was a bunch of teenage boys, and they bought so many Girl Scout cookies from her, and she got so much business. So that's what I'm gonna try and do with her and my friends this year. Is when she when she comes to me and it's like, Kate, we buy Girl Scout cookies from me. I'll be like, yes, and then I'm gonna make all my friends buy Girl Scout cookies from her because I want her to um, make a lot of Girl Scout money. Yeah, <laughs> send me the link. I'll do yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I will do it. Girl Scout like those thin mints and then tagalongs. Those are my top. Tagalongs like, are so good. Samosa, Samoas, Samosas, Samoas. I, like, used to like a lot more. They're still good, obviously, but yeah. they're definitely not my favorite But anymore. also, they have, like, the ones at, you can get at the grocery store. Yeah. That are similar. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, I feel like they're not as special. Yeah, I agree. Tagalongs are, like, they're basically, like, a Reese's, Reese's cup with, like, a cookie in it. So, yeah. I feel like that's such a win. Yeah. <laughs> a win. A Chocolate win. peanut butter is a elite combination. For real. For real. Um... <laughs> I was never a Girl Scout. However, I did go to Girl Scout camp. Oh, okay. (laughs) Why? Because one of my good friends when I was in elementary school, she was a Girl Scout. And there was this Girl Scout camp, and she wanted to go to Girl Scout camp, and she invited me to go with her. It was like a day camp. And my parents were like, and there was no, like, you didn't have to be, like, prove that you were a Girl Scout to go. So my parents were like, okay, and just sent me to it. And for some reason, that week, it was themed Ancient Egyptian. (laughs) What? Oh, no. Like, every week had, like, a new theme. And so we learned about, like, ancient Egypt. And, like, I don't know. It was a little bit questionable, I think. But, like... That's funny. These are, like, my random, my random obscure, like, core memories from no. Girl Scout camp. I had, like, this camp that my brother and I went to. It's in California. Uh, my brother went there three times, I think. I went there twice. And every week had, like, a different theme as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't a Girl Scout camp. <laughs> but it was, like... One of the ones I went to was The Hobbit. I think the other one was Harry Potter themed. But what's really crazy is that I'm like, I don't know, probably 10 or 11. Like, I'm not that old. The first time I went. And um, they do this one night where you go on like an adventure and they like all act like they're people from the story that the theme is. And like, I knew it wasn't real, obviously, but some people in our group were like, wait, is this actually real? We're like, oh, what are you talking? They're talking about, like, witches. <laughs> like, oh it was so funny, but, like, it was a core memory, and I, like, Foothill 
camp, I think it was called, like, Foothill Horizons. I don't know, something like that. It was really fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I started going to overnight camp when I was, like, in second grade because I'm a big camp kid. But um, me and one of my best friends in second grade went to Orkila, and oh, they yeah. and they would do this, and that was, like, the youngest you could you could be to go but they did this thing where like the oldest campers would go and like pretend to be like 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 dwarfs and trolls in the woods because we would have like a night where we go camp out near near the woods outside of the like um stables or something and it was like it felt like really cool and far away and then they would all come out and me and my friend totally believed them we were like we were like eight or nine and we were like we were convinced that these people were real magical like creatures in hindsight they definitely were just like were like our age just like being forced to like dress up like this and make the and for the kids to have fun but it was like it's part of camp it's part of camp, and it's really fun. Um, and the other, like, yeah, but, and, and now I go to, like, a month-long camp now, and we have, like, Color War, and 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 the counselors get really into Color War for it, because, like, they, because all the counselors are, like, the villain that we're trying to, like, stop, like, that's oh, the goal of Color yeah, War, yeah. like, last year, what was it? We were, like, oh, we were, it was Up-themed, and so each, like, team was a character from Up, and each team was trying to stop the the villain and it was it was a good time <laughs> i remember we used to play like a giant game of capture the flag capture the flag's so fun that was like insane because and there's another game that we played all these random games but the my favorite thing about camp was these things called river stomps <laughs> it was like it's literally just hiking but you're in a river and like it was so fun for no reason you have to walk like really far to get there and like take a bus or whatever but you'd sign up for your activities on monday of camp or whatever and so like Everyone was trying to go to River Stomp, and it was so fun because like sounds really fun. everyone's like falling down, and like there's rapids. And it's like it's really hard to walk, but it's so fun because everyone's like I don't know core memories, oh core gosh. memories. Summer camp is such a fun time. Like I yeah. love summer camp. Well, we have to stop our summer camp conversation and play our lovely feature from Grace about esports. Ooh, let's hear it. There's a new sport emerging. Can you guess what it is? Esports. You might have heard of its popularity on the news, online, or even in your community. A particular student on Mercer Island has taken advantage of this newfound interest in the gaming world by starting an esports club right here at the high school. I found it because I think I wanted a space for gamers and a lot of people who like esports to interact and kind of find common ground because at the school I realized after forming the club there were a lot of people who liked video games and wanted to make something out of that but they didn't have a place to go in order for to express their interests and so by doing this I think we helped like-minded people find friends find an interest and find something they are passionate about that can really like make a difference in the world. That was Alden Ritter, 17 year old junior who discovered his gaming talents at a young age. Every Friday around 20 others join Alden in room 107 for an hour of gaming and socialization. While esports may not be like your typical sport where you sweat and run around, it presents its own benefits like increase in hand-eye coordination, concentration, socialization, and most importantly, fun. This is Grace Go reporting for KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Well, I think that's certainly an interesting club, very yeah. different than other sports. Have but... you ever considered yourself a gamer, Grace? I'm <laughs> <Whoa>. Animal. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Grace had just done that. <laughs> really? Yes. Um, so no, I'm not really a gamer. Yeah. But what I do enjoy is my brother has like a virtual reality headset, 
And there's this one game that I love that is you like slice the the box and it makes the music. And so I made him download a bunch of Taylor Swift songs. And so I just did. that does that actually really but fun. it's really hard sometimes. <laughs> I was doing like ready for it because like the beat, you know. Yeah. And it was like it was hard to do. I'm not gonna. Some lie. of those some of those Taylor Swift songs have like that like. Yeah. Yeah. I've never considered myself much of a gamer, but yeah. Kate, I'm so jealous of you because. <laughs> Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour starts on March 17th, which is like two weeks, 10 days away from now, which is crazy. Oh my god, 10 days. And guess who's going to the first concert? I am. Oh my gosh. I'm literally, I'm so, I'm literally so excited. Like, like I haven't seen Taylor Swift in concert since her 1989 tour. Yeah, I haven't which ever, was, which is crazy, because, I don't know. Yeah, how long have you been Swifty? Well, so I think I was a really big fan when I was younger with, like, mm-hmm. 1989 and stuff. And yeah. then I kind of just, like, stopped listening to her. I yeah, don't know yeah, why. Yeah. And then over quarantine, I kind of, when, like, Folklore and Evermore came out, I yeah. listened to those on the re-recordings. I was like, oh, my gosh. This is yeah. so good. So here's my whole little, like, slight Taylor Swift rant. So my first <laughs> concert I ever went to was Red, and I was five. Because me and my sister, my sister was a Swifty pretty early on, and then she made me a Swifty immediately as I was born. Um, but force. <laughs> but then we went to 1989, which I went to when I was like eight, and I went with a bunch of my friends. It was it was a great concert. And then Reputation came out, and I was kind of like, I was kind of like, mm, I don't like this new like album. Like I wasn't no, into what, it. Same with me, because I was like. Look what you made it's, me do. Like it that was just like because that, that was, was like, like the oh. only song I listened to. But now to. I love Reputation. I Reputation so good. And so my mom was like, "Oh, do you want to go to the Reputation concert?" But she wasn't really into the new album. I wasn't really into it. My sister wasn't. So we were just like, "No." And so we didn't go. So mad at my fourth grade self for being pretentious like that. <laughs> Lame. So um, pretentious. <laughs> she thought she was so cool. Child. She wasn't. Anyways, so I didn't get to go to that, which is so upsetting. And then obviously, like COVID shut down the Lover tour and all that stuff. Did so, you have tickets to that? Um, I. Maybe I don't remember. I I don't know if I was. I think I was kind of in my like Taylor Swift recession phase. But no. then same with me. <laughs> Quarantine, got back back into Taylor Swift. Love her now. Like know all the songs. Yes, it's a great time. I get made fun of like anytime anyone's in my car. They're like, I've never heard you play anything other than Taylor Swift. But like, it's a safe choice in the car. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, like it's judge. not that I. Um, it's not that I just listen to Taylor Swift. It's just that like a lot of the things that I listen to that aren't Taylor Swift are just so random that it's like I'm only gonna listen to those when I'm alone. True. <laughs> um, but I'm literally so excited. I have like an outfit picked out oh and everything. I got this like purple dress that kind of gives off um Speak, Speak Now me. vibes. I'm gonna put like a turquoise thirteen on my hand. Uh, I'm probably gonna get like a I don't know. I need to I need to like order a couple more things to like really put it over the edge. But I'm so excited. I'm kind of sad because we've passed the 13 days before tour yeah. mark, and last tour she did like a 13 facts 13 days before opening night or something like that. But she's not doing that this time, which is really Dang. really upsetting. Okay, but. here's my thing: is I'm really concerned that she obviously because she can't because it's it's gonna be songs from all her albums, yeah. but she can't like say every song from all her albums. It's even gonna though just I wish she like her biggest hit. I know, probably. and so like, but I'm just worried she's not gonna like sing some of the like my favorite like more underrated Taylor Swift songs yeah. because they're not like the big names. Like, but there's so many good 1989 see. songs, but I feel like she might just do like Shake It Off. Yeah, and like I love Shake It Off, but like, I, yeah. I want to hear some of the other yeah. stuff. True, you know. But I'm going in July, which is really exciting. I'm going in Seattle on the mm-hmm. 22nd, um, and I'm also going to LA, so I could see her yeah. twice. But yeah. not the first show, which I'm I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Well, the only reason I'm actually seeing the first show is because I, I'm not going to be here in July. And we were, we would have gone to the Seattle show anyways. And then my sister, who's in college in, at 
in California was like, oh, I'm going to try and get tickets to the Arizona show. And I was like, okay, we'll get tickets to that one too. But it was heartbreaking because, yeah. so my dad and mom and I all had pre-sale. So I had Seattle, Dang. my mom had LA, and my dad had Glendale on the 17th. Mm-hmm. And he had tickets in his cart because his was an hour before, because it's like yeah, an yeah. hour before in Arizona. And so then, um, and then like the whole West Coast thing shut down. So my oh. mom and I were like waiting until after school because it was like 3.30 or whatever. Um, and then my dad his thing paused even though it was like SeatGeek or something and so oh, then yeah. he had tickets in his cart but it wouldn't let no. him buy them and it all happened to a lot of people so I could have gone well the whole reason that like we even got tickets was because it was on SeatGeek and two of the girls in my sister's college house had pre-sale codes and my mom like and my sister can like got them so that they would make sure they'd get a ticket for me because yeah. they had five of them and six tickets so all right. Well, now we're going to hear Club of the Week with oh, Elise McDonald. This is actually, actually about, this is a club I'm a vice president of. <laughs> Kate so let's, let's hear about and it. And Haley wins. So <laughs> here we go. Hello, I'm Elise McDonald, back here with Club of the Week, where each week we shed a new light on a club here at MIHS. Let's get into it. This week, we are shining a spotlight on the recently founded One Love Club. I have the founding president, Haley Wynn, and co-pres, Kate Lennington, here to tell us a little more about it. So One Love is an organization focused on ending relationship abuse by educating young people about healthy relationships and what they can do to spot them and advocate for, like, healthy love. Um, I'm a student ambassador for the organization, and one of the ways you can, like, spread One Love's mission is starting a club at your high school. So that is what I decided to do this year. And, yeah, I'm, like, super excited to share One Love's mission with MIHS and see, like, what we can do as a club. That is so cool. I think it's, like, I don't know, really cool that you started that. So what does the club do? Like, what do your meetings normally look like? Um, so normally what our, what a meeting will look like is after school we'll all meet up um, in 305, and then we, me and Haley make a slide presentation beforehand, and normally we will do, like, a get-to-know-you and then, like, an activity of some sort. And then we might do a workshop or discuss, like, um, plans in the future of what we're going to do. Um, right now, we're, our club is working on game dedications. So our next club meeting, um, the main one of the main goals is going to be getting all the game dedications that we have lined up in the spring, uh, um, like, ready and organized. And we do stuff like that. We'll make posters. We kind of just discuss. We're a relatively new club. We've only had two meetings so far. So right now, we're just trying to discuss how we can get new members and the different activities we can kind of do to get our name out. Nice. And where and when do you meet? Oh, we meet in room 305 once a month. It kind of differs depending on our schedules, um, but you can definitely check out our Instagram at one love underscore Mercer Island for like all the details and latest updates. Thank you so much for coming in to tell us a little more about the One Love Club, uh, Haley and Kate. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, it was lots of fun. And to you, too, thanks for listening to Club of the Week here on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Big thank you to Elise and yes. Kate and Haley. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> when I hear club. myself in those things, I'm kind of like, okay. There was a PSA that played before the show that was me, and Kate was just, like, bullying me, so. <laughs> I was not bullying you. She's, was, like, mocking me. I, I was, was like, just like, no, actually, I do that to, like, all the time when I'm listening to the radio with, like, somebody else in the car or whatever it is. I just, like, even if I don't know, like, the words of the things, I'll start just, like, mouthing what other people are saying. I don't know why I do this. Yeah. It's just, like, an odd little habit. I, I just have. get videos of people... <laughs> In their cars, listening to Adrian and the Bridge, and then they're like, 
it's me. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, just let's not. I have not gotten um, that yet, but I do. The, the one funny thing is I had a friend who did intro last year and he didn't stay in the program. Um, he should have. Oh, lame. But, lame. But his like PSA he made last, or a promo or something he made last spring still gets played on our station. I don't know if it still does, but it was in the fall. And I kept hearing it. And so I kept texting him and be like, you're still on the radio station. Why are you still on the st-? no, And he's like, funny. get that promo off of the air. Because my friend that graduated last year, all the seniors, they do like a senior legal id right and they're like i'm caroline from the class of 2022 or whatever yeah. and so i hear that sometimes and then she's in new york so i saw her in new york and i think like, caroline you're still on the radio she's like, i know i know <laughs> wow i kind of i think that's kind of sweet though because it's like yeah the people the people who um you know graduated are still still yeah. still still here still, still thriving on the radio station well <laughs> We've got to get on with more features because yes. we got some more amazing ones. And here is Jenna Martin, who we heard during the news a little bit earlier, doing a interview with our sports director, Sophia Azano. Hey, Edie and I on the bridge. It's Jenna Martin, and I'm here today with Sophia Azano. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing great. To start things off, how long have you been on the radio station? I haven't been here as long as other staff members. I joined sophomore year, second semester. So I was kind of in this random limbo area when Mercer Island was kind of transitioning back into that hybrid period. So I didn't really feel like I missed that much, but I got caught up pretty quickly. So I think I've been here about two years now. Do you have a position here at the station? Yes, I am the sports director for CAMIH. What does that entail? I organize who's me broadcasting which games, which ones we can do, which ones we can't, and really just anything sports related. That's cool. Have you had a favorite game that you've broadcasted? That's tough. So I got to say, just overall, my favorite game to broadcast is basketball, just because it's so fast paced. You can hear the crowd everywhere. And I really don't have a specific game, but it's got to be the playoff games that we've had recently, just because they've been blowouts every single time. And you can just hear the the crowd below us because it's right below the press box just going crazy half the time. So it's really fun to do that in that environment. I bet that there's been times when you had to cut things out. Oh, 100%. (laughs) What made you decide to become a part of the radio station, especially because you mentioned that you joined halfway through sophomore year? In freshman year, I played soccer for the school, and I stopped playing that just because, and I was like, you know what? I kind of like that sport. I want to stay in the sports world, and I joined radio because I hear that they broadcast those games, and I slowly worked my way up to where I am now. What has been your favorite part of radio? Has it been like broadcasting those games? Has it been just being in the classroom environment? Has it been getting to the next level of Abro? So the thing is, like, there's so much things to do with radio. That's what's so amazing about this program. We have about 150 students, and they can go whatever path they want to. Because I got to say my favorite overall event, we did Seafair this past year. And I helped organize that. I produced some of that. And that was definitely something that was really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But in the classroom, you get to just work with the younger students, be like, hey, you can do this, do this, and then they'll slowly be in those higher positions when you graduate. And it's really fun to see that grow. I think it's definitely beneficial for both you and the person that you're mentoring. Do you think that your motivation comes from when you mentor those people, or is it an outside factor? For me, I'm one of those students who goes to the radio program and is like, hey, that's what I want to do. Some people are like, oh, I just do radio for fun. But for me, I've kind of found that this is a career path that I want to go into. So as long as I succeed here, it really just gives me those fundamentals and just experience I need before I head off to college, which not a lot of students get in this country when it comes to radio stations because we're one of the best in the country. So I'm going to use these resources. It motivates me to like just be the best that I can as a senior and move on to college at the next level. I think that's amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. And as always, continue to listen to 88.9 The Bridge.
Sophia is probably one of the hardest working yes. members of our staff, always trying to figure out the sports schedules yes. before even like the coaches know for sure, for so sure. we can try and, to get them on the air. And I remember last year when I was an interest student, Sophia was very like helpful um, in our class. Because she does running start at Bellevue College, so she has a lot of free time at school, so she'll go into a bunch of classes and mentor people, which is really helpful, it's like she was helpful. talking about. So Yes. Yeah. And she was in my class when she started, and right away she was like, I want to do sports, I want to do this, even though like nothing was happening. Like, <laughs> we had like three-week-long seasons or whatever. It was stupid, but um, we still tried. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, I want to talk about something really quick was DECA. So last Friday, I think, um, everyone who made it to state for DECA went and there was 57 students who competed in the state competition. I was told that was people who were actually doing like a full DECA thing, but some other people did like written entries as well. Okay, um, okay. And so then 14 Mercer Island High School students will be going to Nationals in Orlando. Dang. So that's really exciting that's for really Emma. That's really exciting, yeah. It's Miss Taff, who's the teacher, said that it's not as good as prior years, but she's still very proud of everyone yes. who tried. So, Well, if you're listening and you um, went to DECA State, or um, I mean Slay, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean Slay. <laughs> I mean, speaking of traveling to Orlando, we have Sophie Cartwright with our travel destination of the week. So let's hear where that is. Have you ever considered visiting India? For many, Goa is a favorite destination in India with its laid-back lifestyle and incredibly scenic beaches. Goa is known for its culture, especially in religion. The most notable is the Basilica of Bomb Jesus, built in the 15th century and then crafted with precious stones and delicately painted. Some of the local cuisine you'll find in Goa include pork vindaloo, a spicy pork masala-like dish, local fish curry, Babinka, a sweet layered like custard, and the region's local liquor. If you visit Goa during the summertime, you have the chance to experience one of its many summer festivals. Some of these include Shigmo in March, which is a street festival that portrays Goan life through folk performances, music, dance, and parades, the Konkan Fruit Festival in April, or the Goa Heritage Festival in May. This has been Sophie with the Travel Destination of the Week. Kate and I, we're absolutely just vibing yeah. to the background yeah, music. Yeah, that was great. Also, that sounds like such a fun place. Like, I'm, I would totally be down yeah. to go travel there. And like, I love Indian food. Me I too. Think technically, what I like is Pakistani food because there's meat in it. Because yeah. most Indian food is vegetarian. Yeah. But um, the the food the that was good. just described in that in that um, little snippet um, in that little feature was sounded delicious. Yes. Delicious. Sounds really good. So if you ever have the chance to go to Goa or any other part of India, I guess, then I'd take it. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm sure it'd be very hot, though. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not right now, but definitely in well, summer. Well, aren't they pretty... They're like... Are they in the tropic zone? I don't know. I think they might be. Let's see. At least southern... I, th- I know at least... I mean, at least southern India is definitely in the tropic zone. Yeah. I don't know, like... It's... Because the top... Like the north north northern part of India is is like is right on Nepal, which is where all the Himalayan mountains are, and so obviously that's probably not the warmest. Okay, geography. Do you have Mr. Peters? Yeah. <laughs> Someone took their map quiz. I did. I got a ninety-eight on that. So okay. you know. Okay. I actually got a hundred on mine. So. Okay. 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 But I did. It was so funny because Mr. Peters, I had him last year too, obviously, <laughs> um, and <laughs> one time I got a hundred percent on a test, but he like. He does this thing where he calls you up if you get an A. So he called us all up, and I was like, 
and one person got 100%. She's the only one in all my classes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was me. And then, because I was like, didn't have it in college. I was like, there's no way to get an A. And then, <laughs> and then he goes, but you still got one question wrong because you got the extra credit. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, let me live. Let me live my life. But um, I just looked at the weather. It's 86 degrees. It's 9 p.m. And the high is going to be at 93 in the middle Dang. of the day. So that's, I think I was correct. And it's, yeah. it's warm. Yeah, it's warm there for sure. And compared to here, where our computer says it's 37 degrees, it's partly <laughs> sunny. So that's lovely. Thank oh you for that, goodness. Mercer Island. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mercer Island High School going through some changes with principals. They're going through an interview process yeah, for a new yeah. principal next year. And now we're going to hear from our interim principal, Mr. Nick Wold, with Wold's World, which is the hardest title for me to say, with Andrew Howison. <laughs> Wold's World. With Andrew House. Today I talked to Mr. Wold about brand new technology being implemented here at the high school and in the district. If you want to listen to the whole Wold's World, you can look up Wold's World on Spotify or all major streaming platforms and listen to it there. Um, earlier this year, our tech coaches um, talked to the students about possibly getting uh, brand new devices. And a little birdie has told me that we might have some new devices. Can you talk a little bit about um, the new um, devices that are going to be implemented? Sure. Um, so, yeah, this is going to happen for next year. Um, so this is going to happen. It's going to we're going to start the process of returning our devices um, you know, this spring and then come this fall, we'll have a full device um, um, exchange, basically. Um, and I, I believe the the one that won. So we did student feedback, we did staff feedback, we did community pieces. It went through tons and tons of meetings and price points and, and negotiations and so forth. But I believe the Lenovo device, uh, those uh, for the students that... Um, that got a chance to do any of the screening of the devices. I think that's the device that actually won. Um, and so, yeah, really looking forward to it. It's not an iPad. It's obviously a laptop. All students will get one. Um, and our, I know our tech team, um, they're really excited. I believe that there is a, um, a pen or a stylus of some kind. Um, so that'll be good for especially um, math teachers that want to use um, um, that capability. Um, so there's there's tons of features, um, but more than anything, um, our students ha have said, you know, for years and years that the iPad's functionality, while while wonderful in many ways, um, needed to grow. And so we're we're excited for the rollout this this fall. I'm Andrew Howison with Wolds World. I'm throwing it back to you, Annabelle and Kate. Thanks, Thanks Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, personally, I. Okay, I agree that the iPads are not the best in yeah. some ways, like typing and stuff. So yeah. I do bring my personal laptop, especially for radio. It's yes. really important to have a laptop um, if you're not working in a studio. But um, I think that it's not a good idea because well, personally, my teachers use Notability so much yeah. that we're just going to have to use paper more. And I don't know yeah. like if it's like a Chromebook or it's not a Chromebook, but like, it's similar to that. It sounds like yeah. uh, that is, I mean, you can write on it technically, but I feel like it's harder than an iPad yeah. to do. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like here's my thought process. I, I can, I can, I understand the whole, like the Chromebook stuff, but at this point with high schoolers, we've all been using our iPads since, since like, we were like, grade. no, even like we like, technically got ipads in our classroom not to yeah. take home or anything yeah. in like fourth grade yeah. and so all of us are very like 
very very used to it and we like know how it works and even though Whitman often has technical difficulties we're a lot more like equipped to deal with it so I feel like they should almost like let the high schoolers like like they should like phase it out differently yeah because it's kind of just going to be really sudden and like next year is my senior year like really gonna change it up yeah now yeah exactly it's like at that point we only have like for me I only have two years left of high school and you have one year left and so it's just like at that point we're so used to the iPad and so I feel like maybe the phasing out should be a little bit differently, in my opinion. But I, yeah. I understand why they're. Or they should it start up. it with like, they should start doing it yeah. with sixth graders this year, but yeah. keep other people with iPads. I mean, that would be kind of confusing. But like, yeah, that might be complicated. I was thinking I maybe know. like they give the com- like, like computers freshmen. to like middle schoolers, and then they can like I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there's no good way to phase it out. So yeah, no matter what, it's, I someone's I mean, gonna be unhappy. But at my school when I lived in California, it was like. We used iPads, computer on wheels, so like mm-hmm. like a cart, and so yeah. or not iPads, computers. Sorry. Yeah. Um. And so I was kind of used to that, and so then we got iPads here, and then I got used to those, and then I got like a personal computer that I. So now I just like kind of use both interchangeably. Yeah. But I don't know. I think yeah, it I could be interesting. We'll yeah, see. Be interesting. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I don't know. Uh. Otherwise, Nick Wold is announced that he is entering the. Interview um, process. Yeah. So so it'll be interesting we'll to see who ends up um, with that job next year. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's been so many principals. <laughs> I think there's only been two since I've been here, but I think there's a different one. My brother's freshman year. Yeah. Um, that would be your sister, too, I think. So yeah. that's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah I guess yeah. we're just running them out. Who knows why? Yeah, I don't know. Um, we also have the wall of rejection up. It's been up for a little while, but it's starting to fill out. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the administration is not that happy about that. Yeah. But, it's unclear. Yeah. Like, I never knew actually who puts that wall up. I think but. it's leadership. Okay. Yeah. But I think it's a good thing. I agree. Because it's, it's like, it, everyone's yeah. getting rejected. You're not alone, in my exactly. opinion. Exactly. Well. Well, Another thing that I'm not alone with is my love for nighttime showers, and that is what this next feature is about, which is my feature. <laughs> so, here we go. Hello, I'm Annabelle Haggerty, and this is... A series where I go around and ask random people random questions. This week's question is one that I feel very strongly about, and that question is, do you shower in the morning or at night? Let's hear some answers. I shower in the morning because I feel fresher at school. I shower in the morning because it just makes me feel more awake and ready for the day. I shower in the morning and in the night, but always in the morning and only sometimes at night because I feel like I'm really crusty at school if I don't shower before and I'm not awake until I shower. Night because my hair takes a while to dry and I don't like coming to school with wet hair. Night showers because like Lila said, my hair can dry and I don't like waking up early, so... I shower at night because I like to go to bed clean. Night because I don't wake up early enough to shower in the morning, and when I shower at night, it helps me relax. I mainly shower in the evening, like after sports practices, but I don't go to bed with wet hair, so I'll blow dry my hair after, so that's why I like showering in the morning, but I shower in the evening most of the times. Definitely at night, because if you shower in the morning, you go to school, and then you do whatever sport you have, but do you not shower again? Because I think that's kind of weird. Um, I shower at night to feel clean because I don't feel clean like going into my bed if I don't shower. Like, what are y'all doing? I shower at night because I have sports at night. At night because it just feels so like dirty if you're like putting on your pajamas and going to bed and like you haven't showered yet. 
at night because I don't want to wake up early. Um, I shower at night because like when you're outside you're like gross and you need a shower before you get into bed. On school days, I shower at night because who has time to shower in the morning like Maddie and my hair takes forever to dry on like Maddie's seven minute hair drying process. Okay, it's only five. And um, on weekends, I shower like midday. At night because I do not have the energy to get up in the morning and shower. I shower at night because I cannot sacrifice my sleep. At night because I don't like getting up early in the morning. The night because I can't wake up early enough to shower in the morning. So um, basically I don't shower because I'm scared of the water. I think that the only correct answer is showering at night. Going to bed with the day's germs on you is something that disgusts me. And then your sheets are dirty and then you're dirty. It just doesn't make sense to me. As always, thank you for listening and make sure to keep on listening to Breakfast on the Bridge. As you can see, I was very passionate yeah. about that topic. Okay, I'm also very passionate about this topic. So, well, first of all, I I am I am I I do play um like pool sports. So, in the afternoon, so I'm always like cl- very chlorine-y, So I'm not gonna go to bed like that. I always shower at night. But even even on my off seasons when I'm not doing that, I'm a big night shower. I like I'll go to bed with my hair wet and it'll be dry in the morning. It'll look okay. It'll be fine. Yeah. And I just like. I feel really crusty if I don't shower. I mean, I understand in some situations, like, if yes. your hair um, it gets, like, really frizzy or something. I don't know. But, like, I personally, that doesn't happen to me. And so I shower at night, and then yeah. my hair dries, and I sleep with wet hair, and sometimes it's annoying, but yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I can I can understand why you wouldn't, but, like, I'm, I, I, I just, I like to shower at night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think now... Yeah, we're going to throw it over to sports with Theo. Thank you, guys. So, uh, so last weekend was one full of sports victories. So let's start with those. In the XFL, the Seattle Sea Dragons won a nail biter against the Vegas Vipers, triumphing thirty to twenty six in their first victory of the season. Their fourth quarter cor- comeback, spear- spearheaded by quarterback Josh Gordon, excuse me, is what sealed the deal for them. In the other football, the MLS. The Sounders quashed Real Salt Lake on Saturday with a score of 2-0 after full time. The next winners on the docket are the Seattle Kraken as they triumphed 3-2 in overtime against the Colorado Avalanche with Yanni Gord sealing the game. Lastly, a crisis is brewing in American sports. People are changing their viewing habits, and it is bringing the regional sports networks that broadcast MLB, NBA, and NHL games down with them. When they go bust, and when teams and leagues don't have a backup plan, then you won't be able to watch games from any of those sports leagues. Thankfully, Root Sports, the Seattle network, is owned by the Seattle Mariners, which means they'll continue to broadcast our sports into the near future. That's it from me. Back to you guys. Thank you, Theodore. Thank you for those sports updates. I find it, like, I don't think sports are going to completely die out um, of streaming yet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that fast. But yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Well, this I weekend, some, I yeah. actually saw a really good sports game. So okay. I've never been to a hockey game before. Um, and I, um, me and my dad, and um, I'm in, like, this dad and daughter group, and we do, like, trips, at, like, every <laughs> couple, um, a couple times a year. And we were um, in Vancouver, and we saw, we went to the Canucks-Maple Leaf game, which is a big rivalry up, um, a hockey rivalry up in Canada. And 
it was so fun. I had a blast. Oh, like, I got really into it. People thought I was a real Canucks fan, even though I'd never seen the game before. a real before. Canadian, guys. Real Canadian. You know? And it was so fun to watch. And what's funny about it is that um, I go to camp in Ontario, which is oh. random. But um, so that's, like, where the maple leaves are from. So, like, deep maple leaf country, if you will. And all the kids I go to camp with are big maple leafs fans. And like I posted something on my Instagram story about being at the game, and I got so many swipe. I got so many people being like, "Go Maple Leafs!" Like, like they were like all very against the Canucks. And I got this like free T-shirt. I won a T-shirt, which was very exciting. And I'm okay. gonna be bringing it to camp, and I know that I'm just gonna be hated on for it. And it's gonna be really funny. <laughs> That's funny. No, I think I've never seen a hockey game either. And I see Aaron outside. Hi, Aaron. So I hope he's doing well. I hope he's playing some music for us like we yeah. will be doing soon. But, um, yeah, I never went to a hockey game. I've kind of wanted to go to a Kraken game recently. Me too. I've been wanting but to But I haven't Kraken yet. Game. And also, like, they're at Climate Pledge, right? So, like, that that's a cool stadium. Or not yeah. Cool, a cool I, arena. I've, I've been, been there for cool. Storm games. Oh, nice. I've heard that it's a really good arena. Yeah. Should yeah. be fun. Yeah, should but, be. But um, another thing in sports is that this Saturday, March 11th, the Mer- South Mercer Playfields are opening a brand new field for... Yes. It's intended for the Mercer Island High School softball team, but also can be used by other teams in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ribbon-cutting ceremony is on Saturday at 12 p.m., and then the softball team is hosting a 16-team jamboree from 9 a.m. Yes. to 5.30 p.m. But and don't worry we'll if you can't make it. Mercer Island, actually, I will be covering it as well. Ooh, Aaron's playing some music, Love Me Like You Do, the 8-bit version, of course. Thank you, Aaron, for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> he's my buddy from best buddies great kid he's smiling at me bye Aaron <laughs> I always forget that there's a delay to outside so he can't actually hear what I'm saying in lifetime I think that's why he came back yeah. but <laughs> yeah so if you can't make the softball grand opening I recommend you should go because it's yeah. gonna be a huge community event um it should be it should be, be really fun and if you can't make it you know tune in and you'll get to yeah. hear some some good um softball broadcasting yes I don't know exactly how the games are going to work because they're each, like, I think they're only playing, like, a couple innings just to keep it short. But we're broadcasting the game before the ribbon-cutting ceremony and the game right after, which is against Bellevue, I believe. So Mm -hmm. that should be fun. Well, this weekend I can't make it to that because I also have a jamboree for my sport in Tacoma, which is going to be, which will be really fun where it's, like, half games. So that'll be interesting. For sure. Well, that's very exciting. And also... On Thursday, you guys, Mercer Island, the radio station, we are being honored at the school board meeting. And I see Sandy outside, my friend from the first period crew. That's my show. Tomorrow at 7 a.m. Tune in. Um, But on Thursday, KMIH award winners are being honored at the school board meeting um, at 6 p.m. So... Annabelle's one of those award winners. I am. She got... Because they actually left me out of the article in the Mercer Island Reporter. They said my name in the picture, but they forgot to say I won an award. Kind of mad, but whatever. A little little upsetting. What? Ever. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. But our big winner was Miles Avales. Oh, won, Miles like, Avales won so many awards. Out of our, our 16, which and is crazy. he wasn't actually at the conference, so Andrew had to go get all the awards yeah. for him. And everyone thought he was Miles. Everyone who um, <laughs> from all the stations thought he was Miles. And then, and then like, we, I'm not Miles. I'm not Miles. And, and then, then he won one, too. And then he went up, and then he was like, I'm at, this is actually my award, guys. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. It was funny. The other thing that um, happened at the, at the, at the like, award ceremony is we became besties with this yes. um, um, station in New Jersey. Communications High School. 
Yes. They Shout were out so to them. funny. They, they were, were behind so, us. They were hilarious. And then every single time we would win an award because we told them we were like from the Seattle area because Mercer Island's so random and most people don't even know yeah. what, where it is. And so every time we would win an award, they would scream from behind us, Seattle! Or Seattle! just outside. <laughs> just outside of Seattle. It was and so Joe funny. was kind of like, he, he didn't realize that we'd become friends with this yeah. New Jersey high school. He's so like, he thought Ooh. we were like getting way too hyped yeah. for, a award, for a winning award. He's like, he tone was it like, down, guys. He was like, tone it down, guys. He was like, getting a little like, bit like, don't, don't get too cocky, guys. Yeah. But it wasn't us. It's um, funny. So shout out to Communications High School. <laughs> and then when one of their people went, they started like chanting his name, and we all chanted it yeah. too because you know we got we got to support our fellow radio. Got to support the New Jersey <laughs> Communications High School. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna say we also Facetime Miles oh, yeah, after yeah, yeah. the award ceremony, and he was in our photo on his fo- on the phone. But um, he was not even phased. We're like, Miles, like... were you watching the live stream? He's like, yeah. And we're like, so you know you won like five awards? He's like, yeah, whatever. Like, what <laughs> he's like, yeah, it was cool. But he's a very stoic individual. And like, if you've heard him do the news, he usually does it uh, every other week, I'd say, for Breakfast on the Bridge. And he sounds like he should be on NPR. Like, <laughs> high praise for Miles. So. For real. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. I think it's been a great show. Yes. I think we're going to play a song by, obviously, Taylor Swift. And that is going to be The Way I Loved You. So here's that, and then we'll be back on Breakfast on the Bridge. What an absolute banger that was. That was outstanding. That song is... Oh, by the way, the, oh, we, yeah. have, we have Ellie now. <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little Annabelle replacement. She had to get to class. Yes. I have radio first period, so... Yes, we're good. we're off the hook. Joe knows we're gonna be late. <laughs> um, that is like that's one of my top Taylor Swift songs for I, sure. It's, I think that's I just it's that just, song it's just, just it's, I just can't even describe it's just it. So, it's just so good and like the bridge is everything and it's just I mean she's just she's just like the best bridge writer you've she's ever outstanding heard. at writing like, bridges. Outstanding. It's insane. Have you watched Watch Gilmore Girls. Yes. Okay, well, that song I associate so heavily with um, Jess and Rory's relationship. Okay, yes, I see that. A hundred percent, I do see that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This also reminds me of the summer I turned pretty, because yes. they played that in, like, the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ball scene. Oh, yeah, I remember Debbie's that. Debbie's heart whenever. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my gosh. I love this song. It's definitely one of my favorites on the yeah. Fearless. I can't... I can't pick a favorite overall. No. I will never be able to pick hard. a favorite album overall or a favorite song overall. There's no. just too many good ones. Like exactly. every time I think I have one, I'm just like, wait, this exists. Exactly. Like you just always get reminded of another yeah. one, and you're like, oh shoot, is that really my favorite? Is this one? It's so hard. If Taylor Swift doesn't play that at the Eras concert, I will be upset. I'm I will be, be really honest. Upset. I will cry. Like <laughs> I need to see her like dramatically like singing it, like flipping her hair yes. around, just like the whole I'm nine so yards. I'm so excited for like her new dance choreography and like her sassy it's facial expressions. It's just gonna be so good. And and I'm also so excited for the TikTok edits and stuff that will come <laughs> yes! afterwards. I'm so excited. I just the social media posts of this concert is gonna be outstanding. It's gonna be so exciting, and I'm so excited to see everyone's outfits too. Yes, the outfits like, are gonna be so good. It's just gonna be insane. Well, like, because everyone's gonna try and dress up as different, like um, different 
like iconic outfits from all her eras yeah. and all the things and it's just it's gonna be so good it's gonna be outstanding do you think you know what um era you're gonna try and emulate in your outfit for the for no, the tour it's i'm actually i'm really struggling because i don't know if i want to do so i am decide right now i'm deciding between if i want to emulate an era slash album a song mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or if i want to recreate one of her looks okay okay and so i need to decide that and then if i decide that then I need to decide, like, what outfit, right, what right, right. album. Like, it's yeah. just, it's a process, and I'm stressing out about yeah. it a little bit, but it's okay. Well, the only reason I knew exactly what to do is, well, it was, like, me and my sister went, like, shopping for the Eras tour um, recently, and we went to um, this, We and then I just saw this dress, and I was just like, it's, like, too perfect. It, it's, like, it's, like, it's so speak now. I just had, I just have to yeah. have a speak now moment. And so, I like that. I like that. I'm, really I'm so excited that. to see your outfit. It's going to be so good. Be so I'm so excited to hear about the concert. I'll tell you all about it. It's I'm so great. jealous of you. It's well, okay. you'll still get to see it, so that's good. I will, I will. I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a reminder, you're listening to KMIH Mercer Island for this week's episode of Breakfast yeah. on the Bridge. Yes. Kate, do you have any final words? Um... Duolingo is kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> generally speaking, as you probably heard if you were listening to the beginning of the episode, and um, me and Annabelle um, bond over strange things. <laughs> you, you, we had dinner at, uh, in New York. We had dinner, and Annabelle and Kate were just laughing up a storm about the most random things. Like, they would just whisper to each other, and then you would hear a loud laugh, and everyone was like, what's going on? What's, like, what are we laughing about? Well, everyone about? in New York who went to the, on the New York trip now considers me a menace, Apparently, I don't. I think you're no, okay. hilarious. Thank you, thank you. Because uh, Andrew thinks I'm a menace to society or something. And Andrew thinks everyone's a menace. And Andrew just says things, but it's okay. Uh, Andrew's it's not okay. here. It's we're okay. hosting yeah, we're the show hosting. now. It's our, it's our show now. Exactly. We read the story. It'll be good. Okay. Thank you so, so much, much for listening to this episode of Breakfast on, on the, the bridge. bridge. We will see you next week on 88.9 The Bridge. We hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge, brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your Breakfast on the Bridge.